So, Jeff, what is the title of today's program? Tony, it's What's Up With Inflation? Well, I would assume it's inflation. Correct. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today. We are going to talk about a topic that is on everyone's mind, what's up with inflation and in parentheses or in brackets behind that and the markets. Uh, we did a webinar earlier this week for our clients and um, had a number of people on there. We talked about inflation and a lot, number of different things that center around that today. And we'll uh, talk a little bit further about that. But we were nice to, uh, we're blessed to have Mike Binger, who is the president of Gradient Investments, join us on that webinar and uh, some very insightful information for our listeners. And we're gonna talk about some of the highlights from that webinar here today. And it was pretty cool, Tony, uh, the, after the webinar a couple hours later, I didn't realize he was gonna be on, but I looked up, I was watching uh, CNBC and the market update, and there was Mike Binger from Gradient Investments on on TV uh, after being on our webinar, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, and you got a you got an A-lister there. That's a pretty good get for your webinar. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's very good at what he does, that's for sure. And how is Tony today? Well, I'm good. I've been great, in fact, loving the summer weather, uh, trying to get outside as much as humanly possible. So that's a good thing, but I'm excited about today's show. That's inflation for you. Because, uh, yeah, everything's going up. In fact, you know, with the price of gas, what it is, I think my plan is, Jeff, to just ride a horse around all summer. Oh, that's good. Switch the horseback, right? We'll add that to the list. <laughs> yeah, add that to, to the list of what to do to fight inflation. Because gas is so expensive, I only have to assume that oats would be cheaper than gas at this point. It's got to be. Got to be. Right? Yes, definitely. And before we get into today's topic, too, Tony, it's been a little bit since we've thrown out some dad jokes here. So I'm chomping at the bit, oh, if no. you will, to carry on your horse, oh, no. horse analogy there. <clears throat> what is a a um, scarecrow's favorite fruit i have no idea strawberry oh <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how does a man on the moon cut his hair i have no idea eclipse it mhm yep <laughs> and one last one in tie in with today's show Air used to be free at the gas station. Now it's a dollar fifty. Do you know why? Why? Inflation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not not only a courtesy laugh, an electronic courtesy laugh. That's what you call canned laughter, kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, the dad jokes. They keep coming. They just keep on coming. The hits just keep on coming, Jeff. But uh, let's move into an, uh, let's move into an actual more positive topic, inflation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something that's right. a lot funnier than your jokes. Oh, no, it's not at no, all. So, not. no. 
Yeah, what's on everyone's mind right now, inflation, and before we did that webinar, we set out invitations talking about inflation, and we're going to discuss some strategies around that, and since then, the market has gone down further, so we pivoted to talk about market volatility, and we also have interest rates are starting to increase uh, further. We had a three-quarters of a percent increase by the Fed here recently on the federal funds rate, and that impacts things as well, so inflation can hit retirement income very hard. If you're working and you have a cost of living adjustment raise at work, your wages might be able to keep pace with inflation. But if you're not working, you don't have the benefit of that. And Social Security, although it might have a cost of living adjustment and will help some, and we had a nice increase this year, if memory serves, I think it was 5.9% that kicked in for this year. But the problem with that, the Social Security cost of living adjustment doesn't cover all the baskets of goods that retirees are buying with their Social Security income. And that triggers an additional question and concern of will your income last as long as you do or are you going to have to stretch things a little bit further to make things work. So those are some concerns about inflation that we want to think about. And we'll circle back to what do we do about that here in a little bit. Sure. I mean, in that last question, will your income last as long as you do? That's the big one, right? I mean, that's probably what you hear the most from people. They want to make sure that they have a way to have steady income regardless of what the market's doing when they retire. Yes, very much so. Most people are more concerned with making sure they have enough income, not that they're leaving their kids or grandkids a million dollars. But uh, a lot of people often say, I want my last check to bounce. And that's oh, the one to the, no. <laughs> to the uh, funeral that's home. That's uh, we want to make sure we don't want to cut it that close. But right. uh, that your income lasts as long as you do. Sure. Sure. So obviously uh, the markets have been volatile and that's uh, also lending itself to this. Or maybe that's a, a reflection or that was caused by this inflation, right? Yeah, it's, it's a big concern right now. The market's down quite a bit. The S&P 500, which is a good barometer of the overall U.S. stock market, depending on the day this week, it's down between 20, 22%. And uh, that's off quite a bit. International stocks are down about 18%. And the U.S. aggregate bond market, which generally if the stock market's down, bonds are, are doing okay, but the aggregate bond market is down between around 11, 12%, depending on the day right now. And that's the first time in over 40 years that we've seen that combination of the stock market being down double digits and bonds as well. And that ties in with uh, interest rate increases that we'll talk about in a little bit. And another fourth, uh, fourth category that we often get a lot of questions about is crypto. You look at Bitcoin, it's down about 50% so far this year. That's a big, big number, much more than the overall stock market. Yeah, that's huge. Crypto is very risky and a lot of people have lost a lot of money. And then, you know, proponents of it will say, oh, well, a lot of people have made a lot of money. Well, early on. And again, it's uh, very risky. So that's high risk. <clears throat> bonds are supposed to be safe. And when stocks are down, bonds are supposed to be uh, the good bet to still make uh, some money. But uh, like you said, now both are down. So uh, I know you work hard to really keep diversified portfolios and, and more beyond the old rule of 60, 40, 60% and standard U.S. stocks like the S&P 500, and then the 40% in bonds, um, that's old, old school. It doesn't quite work right now, does it? Yeah, it does present some challenges, and there are a lot of 
problems, a number of factors that are creating those issues. We have inflation and tying in with that, the Federal Reserve policy, which we'll talk a little bit about, which is causing interest rates to rise. Uh, gas prices are up a lot. We've got the war in Ukraine that isn't helping out matters. You have general supply chain disruptions that started with COVID and have kind of lingered on as a lot of people are not going back to work or different issues. Uh, China's starting to see some slowdown, which impacts us as well. You've got excess inventories sitting around, um, bad earnings from some companies that are very notable like Target, Walmart, uh, Snap, and Amazon are a couple examples that have not had the best earnings here recently. Sure. And in general, economic indicators aren't as good as they were at the beginning of the year and interest rates as those start to increase we're starting to see like 30-year mortgages i haven't looked in a a week or so but the 30-year mortgage was getting up around seven percent and that's a significant increase over a short period of time so i think a year ago my wife and i locked in at 2.8 so yeah yeah big big difference yeah and What's happening is the Federal Reserve is trying to keep inflation from getting out of hand. And if the economy too gets too oh. hot, what's Sorry. that? I just said too late. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, cha- the challenge they have is they, they pull the levers that they have, one of which is the, the federal funds rate. And when you pull that lever, it's not like an immediate reaction and you see, yep, that worked. Let's, let's keep it as is or, or dial it back. It takes some time for the economy to sort things out. So as the federal funds rate has been increased, that's kind of the, the baseline that the rest of the investment community is using as a benchmark. If I can get X percent safe money from the U S government, and that rate increases, I should expect more from an at-risk investment that's not backed by the U S government. So the, the expectation with other things like bonds, uh, are increasing as well. Sure. And we're also seeing home sales are starting to slow down for the first time in quite some time. And we would expect real estate prices to start to slow down as well. So those are some important things to keep an eye on. And overall consumer sentiment, in other words, people's outlook on the economy has started to drop down. Um, so we want to keep an eye on that. Yeah. So uh, how about moving forwards? Uh, Are you optimistic about the future? Yeah, overall, I mean, if you look at, and we'll talk about this a couple of different ways, the market is off quite a bit, but the U S economy, it's slowing, uh, but it is still growing. So we're kind of on that borderline where we're not in a recession, somewhat feels like it with all the scary stuff going on, but we're not to that point yet. And if you look at long-term U.S. GDP, uh, which is gross domestic product, and the growth rate of the U.S. economy is what that's referring to, it's still in a a normal range that we want to see. Uh, If you go back to like July of 2021, in that quarter, the GDP spiked up over 12%. Huge alerts forward as people started to get out and go back to restaurants and things like that. Uh, and then it dialed back down and we're in the two and a half to three and a half percent range. Now that's a, that's a good growth rate where we want some growth that will cause prices to increase a little bit over time. The challenge right now is that inflation is outpacing. So 
we want to keep them keep an eye on that GDP and overall how the economy is doing. Another good measure of the economy and what to expect in the stock market are corporate earnings. So I mentioned a couple companies there a moment ago that haven't had the best earnings here recently. And we'll see how the end of the second quarter turns out. But the big barometer is are corporations continuing to show profits and are those in line with expectations? And so far it is, it has been decent. So we want to see how the second quarter turns out. If that's positive and within expectations, we could see the market jump back up from that. Uh, but overall the, the, uh, a lot of the damage is done. I mean, the S and P as we talked about is down 20, 22% year to date that can create some opportunities that we'll talk about if you have the ability to stick with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you're right. The damage is done. You look at the S and P, uh, in, in the bear market territory, what can people do about all of this though? I mean, you know, it's, uh, you're not painting a really pretty picture for us today, John. Yeah. We'll put, we'll put away the red paint for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, we'll switch to green. You know, the first thing is to look at perspective and pause a little bit, put things into perspective. Overall stock markets down over 20% right now. But if you look at over the last 10 years, the stock market went up by 229%. That's significant growth. That's a heck of a, a bull market. Um, if, if you look at your personal situation, your personal finances, uh, most people, their risk tolerance, we use what's called the color of money risk analysis, and that's a measure of people's risk tolerance. And most people are in what we would call a 50 to 60 range, meaning they're comfortable with roughly half of their assets in more traditional stock type investments and half of their assets in safer things, which are various ranges within that. So if you're still staying within that risk tolerance range and you look at your overall portfolio, things are down right now. Uh, but that can create some opportunities. Most people are not all in equities and um, not necessarily needing all their money right now. So you can oftentimes afford to let that market come back and, and do its thing over time. So the biggest thing as far as a strategy and next steps would be to continue to evaluate your plan. Do not make emotional decisions. If you're someone that's fretting about this a lot, turn off the TV, stop watching, you know, the news and all the negative stuff that's going on. It's only going to make matters worse and cause you to make emotional decisions. People in, in general, when the market goes down, that's when people are selling and the market goes back up and their neighbor made 20%, they want to get back in and then the market goes down. So there's a kind of a cycle that occurs there. And, um, that is not a, a good thing. So look at your long-term objectives and see, are you on pace for those objectives? And most people still are, if they're taking a reasonable approach to risk, uh, some other strategies and things that you can look at right now is do you have funds that you can be opportunistic with? In other words, with the market being down right now, do you have some dry powder and safer things that are also down right now with, with bond market and where it's at, but you can you pivot some of that into the equity markets and buy those things that are on sale and they might go down further, but historically a 20% decline, um, you're, you're going to see an uptick after that. So those are, those are a couple considerations. Another good one is with the market being down right now, if you have taxable accounts such as an IRA, this is a good opportunity to look at converting some of that money into Roth. 
So mm. example, if you have a $10,000 IRA account and it's down 20%, it's worth $8,000. You convert that into a Roth IRA and pay taxes on that 8,000 and the market bounces back up and you get backed up to that $10,000 level, you just avoided taxes on 20% of the asset. That's wow. a good thing. Yeah, the math makes sense for uh, Roths and doing Roth conversions right now. It's a perfect storm, but that is one positive uh, strategic piece of advice. Uh, and I know that you know if you're, if you're in the right situation, depending on uh, where you're at, everybody's different with how much they have, but now might be the time for that Roth conversion. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also a good time to relook at other strategies. Like we have a buffered index portfolio that uh, our clients are utilizing through great investments. We have tools like traditional fixed annuities that are paying much better interest rates right now and even more so compared to CDs. You have things like fixed index annuities that can provide some growth with some protection. So there are a number of tools there, but the biggest thing is to look at your plan and make sure Am I making good unemotional decisions? If you're not working with us currently, I encourage you to give us a call and come in, sit down. Let's provide you a second opinion on what you have in place today and evaluate your situation. What's your portfolio look right now? Are there tax opportunities that you can pivot into and make sure that you have a good long-term plan? Um, so give us a call if you're interested in that second opinion. Our phone number is 651 842 8406, or you can visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Send us an email at info at financialpaladin.com and uh, come in for that second opinion. All right. That sounds great. And a great show today, a great topic. What's going on out there with inflation, with rising interest rates, and uh, it, the market volatility? And you covered it all, gave us some great strategic points uh, at the end there that. Uh, people can utilize. And I know you're more than happy to answer our listeners' questions. If they want to give you a call or set up that complimentary strategy se session, what's that phone number one more time? Again, it's 651-842-8406. And if you're a listener, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast. Give us a rating as well. We would truly appreciate that so we can let as many people know about the podcast as possible. All right. Sounds great, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.